Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have Amber Budd, a self-described skincare nerd and the founder and creator of her own skincare line. Today on the podcast, we are jumping in. How did she grow that skincare line from just an idea to finding a manufacturer and getting it approved by the FDA? We're talking about bootstrapping, growing and moving into a brick and mortar business, as well as how she scaled her clients from 10 to hundreds. Hello, Amber. Welcome to the show. Hey, girls. How are you? Good, good. We are excited. And now that we got past all the awkward tech difficulties, we're going to have a fantastic show and it's going to be awesome. I am so excited to have you on today because it is very, very rare that we have someone with your experience and strategies and tactics on the show because guys, wait for it, wait for it. Amber has a brick and mortar. What? <laughs> what? So why don't you tell everybody what the heck your business is and what you sell and how long you've been doing this whole thing? All right. Well, I own Amber Bud Atelier, which is a spa in Burnsville, Minnesota. And I also own Amber Bud Skincare, which is a skincare line for people who want results that are really busy and don't have time to put into like a 13-step skincare process. I love it. I love it. So when just talk to me about like the beginnings of like, okay, you have this idea for a business. Did the most like I feel like I hear about a lot of product-based businesses when they're like, I started in like my basement and my garage and whatever. What <laughs> were the like early days before the whole brick and mortar thing came to life? I became an esthetician about five years ago and I knew immediately that I wanted my own space. It was not something that I planned to work for anyone else for any length of time. So the early days were working in someone else's spa. And as soon as an opportunity came available for me to have a sweet space, I jumped at it and didn't have hardly anything in savings. So it was definitely just you know, one thing at a time, really going from really small, less than 10 clients to now several hundred clients. And the product is a little different altogether. I went through 20 labs before I found the one that I really felt suited the things that my clients wanted that aligned with my vision for the business, not testing on animals, having really high, high quality ingredients, doctor grade ingredients. So that took a little bit more time. I've I've been working on it for about five years. So sure. Yeah. That's incredible. So how did you go from working to somebody working for somebody else to really going out on your own? What made it possible for you to take that leap? 
When I was working for somebody else, I read business books during my downtime. So I worked in one of the largest spas in the country and had a lot of downtime because there were a lot of estheticians on staff. So I utilized my off time to read a whole bunch of really great books and take a lot of really great notes and wrote down all of my ideas. And um, have you guys heard of Sola? Do you have Solas in Kansas City? Okay. So it's a sweet style salon. So there's 20 to 30 rooms. Everybody owns their own business. So it's a really great way to start small, working almost like in a co-working environment, but yeah. you have your own locked space. So that is was key to me yeah. getting my doors open on my own was being able to have a smaller space without the overhead of a massive building and permits and all of that stuff. Yeah. They help you take care of all of that. Are you still in that sweet space now? I am, but I have a secret. I'm moving oh. in January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like your own full yeah. space? Holy crap, girl. Okay. So talk to me about that process. So you're in a sweet space for two years because that seems like an incredibly smart decision to do. Yeah. It was yeah. really really great for me to start there. I knew I didn't need employees to start. I needed to really grow my own business. I didn't want to have employees while I wasn't fully stable on my own yet. So I will have been in a suite three years this January. So at that point, I'm moving into my own. And I found a great office building that has a beautiful space that was already built for a salon. Nice. So there was very minimal that had to be done as far as build out has a separate room for me. So I have my privacy for my aesthetic clients, Mm -hmm. but also has six times the space, um, which is really great. So I'll be able to store product there and use that as like a mini work warehouse. I can't talk today. (laughs) Workhouse. It's fine. Yeah. A workhouse. (laughs) It's a very common term. So that has been a really interesting process and different Mm -hmm. leases altogether. At Sola, you're kind of a booth renter in this industry, but having my own actual full-on space required me to learn a lot of legalese and learn all about different, I guess, terminology and processes for a commercial lease is so different and length of time, all of that. Well, I'm super proud of you. And I I really want to call out like for everyone listening, it doesn't matter if like your big lofty dream, like still have that, still have that as a goal and still want to do that. But recognize where those baby steps are super, super crucial in order for you to even lay that foundation to make those big, scary, lofty dreams come true. Because we're talking about owning your own space within three years of opening your doors. Like that's incredible. And that is very rare for a brick and mortar product-based business. And so I hope everyone else is taking notes. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It's been a really great journey and I knew it was going to be baby steps all along the way. And I haven't been afraid to share that with my clients every time that I'm like, okay, I'm going to move, you know, this is going to happen. I'm moving from this big salon to this little space. And now I'm going into a big space again. I'm just really honest with them and and share the journey and they're excited for me and excited to go along with. That's awesome. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about how you were able to build the capital to make this happen because, (laughs) you know, life isn't free and (laughs) having your own space to work in outside of your home is definitely not free. 
how did that process work? Was it simply just scaling the amount of clients you had or how were you able to get that done? Well, I started the very beginning with $5,000 that I borrowed from my then boyfriend. That's risky. Um, (laughs) And I ultimately ended up paying that back and lived very frugally for the last couple years. And everything that I earned went back into the business. I haven't paid myself other than to pay my bills Mm. in this entire length of time. So I'm just now getting to the point where I am paying myself, but it was worth it. The sacrifice of not having that extra cash for myself was, I I was more than happy to put it back into the business because I knew it would grow faster that way. Um, That being said, I definitely had to scale clients. That was really the way to do it because I started with less than 10 clients Mm -hmm. on my books. I didn't take my client list with me when I left the giant salon. So I just had those few that I had kind of created friendships with over the time that I was there. And they came with me. And I ran a couple campaigns on Facebook. I did a Groupon also risky. Um, (laughs) I've I've heard both like amazing and horror stories about the Groupon aspect. So (laughs) a lot of people in my industry really frown on it, but I did not grow up in Minnesota. So I didn't have a base of people that I could just call and go, Hey, I started a salon. Come see me. You know, so I I, love buying Groupons. (laughs) I use them all the time. So no shame, no shame in your game. (laughs) Yeah. So really it was all about just word of mouth. That's been huge for me. Growing my client base through those Groupons, through the Facebook ads. And I really focused on SEO in the first couple years, learning how to do it myself and got myself to the top or on the first page of Google for every category I wanted to be. That has helped a lot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Especially in your industry where most people starting out, like they're not necessarily seeing an esthetician regularly. They're like, Oh, a facial sounds nice for my wedding or like before I have a baby or, you know, like those random special occasions. Mm -hmm. And then I think the people who are seeking someone out on a regular basis are a lot more rare. So uh, talk to me about scaling your clients and what does that actually mean? And how did you go through that with them? Oh goodness. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I always had a really good return rate. So the average return rate in our industry is about 20%. I'm at over 80%. Holy so, so how do you get your people to come back, girl? I have a thousand questions. <laughs> I really take time to consult with my clients and get to know what their wants are. Mm-hmm. I can do what I want all day long, but it's not necessarily going to make them happy. So... I sit down with everybody, ask them a lot of questions, whether it's for a brow wax or for a facial, really get to know them. And then I give every new client a welcome packet. So it's this really beautiful kind of pewter colored envelope and it has my menu in it and a discount card for their next service. All of my Groupon people, I added extra coupons into because they're people who want those discounts. I'm like, great, come back and see me. Statistically, if somebody comes to see you three times, they're about 79, 80% 
more likely to stay with you. Wow. So if I can get people in the door three times, mm-hmm. then I've got them hooked for the most part. So the the consultations are huge. That's really, I think, what has helped me scale quickly mm-hmm. because my clients know when they come back, I have notes. I take pages of notes. And when they come in, I ask them about what's going on in their life. I touch base with them. I send cards when it's their birthday or if they get married. I just like to take care of people because they're taking care of me and my dreams. So I'm really lucky in that regard. Well, I love hearing all of this from you because it's the it's like the direct strategy that we help so many digital business owners or online business owners work through all about creating that experience for your buyers. And you've done that in the in-person realm. It's the exact same concept. It's with the exact same purpose. But I love how you've tweaked that for your people to increase that rate of return. And I want people like... I feel like so many people, if your industry is different, if you have a brick and mortar, if you have products, you feel like your industry is so different or it's so unique or, but my clients are different. But in reality, like your main focus of making sure people feel heard (laughs) and feel that you're actually paying attention to them and using that to tweak their experience. Cause we all want something custom and we all want something unique because like, but my skin is so different than everyone else's. (laughs) And if you make people feel like that, that's the emotional factor that keeps them coming back. Absolutely. You're so right. And it's time and time again, people have just said, I feel taken care of. And that's, I just think is so important, especially in a business where my hands are literally on people. They have to trust me and they have to feel taken care of. Yeah. A hundred percent. Good job, girl. Thanks. It's so cool because I feel like you built this up to really be sustainable. And then you slid in that product category Mm -hmm. to have just one more angle to sell to them because you can't be with all of your clients a hundred percent of the time. Like that's impossible. So you're giving them the ability to take it home. So talk through why did you decide to do your own product line, especially when, you know, I never think there's a saturated market, but seriously in the cosmetic industry talk about a million options out there so why products and then how did you get that started sure when i went to school for aesthetics i found out that i was a real skincare nerd I loved the science of it. I loved the ingredients. And I started reading dermatology journals for fun and studying the ingredient decks of products. And I worked with probably six or seven lines over the course of my time before I opened my own and into opening my own because I didn't start with my product line. That's newer. Right. So... I found that there were holes in every line. There were things that my clients wanted that I was like, oh, well, I have this, but I'm going to have to send you to the drugstore for something because we don't have it and I don't really know what else or I'm going to have to send you to a different salon or a Sephora. And I was sending people out the door, which was unfortunate. So I started working on about four or five years ago, what were the products that people asked me for the most? And those were the first things that I built. Mm -hmm. So I figured out the ingredients I wanted. I figured out the order of the active ingredients that I wanted. So the higher the active, the more that it changes your skin. So I picked like, okay, this is what I want and this is how high I want it. And then 
found where there were issues. So for instance, with a retinol, a lot of people experience dryness or irritation. So I found counter ingredients that would help prevent some of those things that people told me they had issues with. Like I said in the beginning, I went through about 20 labs before I found the one that really would work with me. I found some amazing chemists who were like, yeah, we can do this. Let's do this, girl. (laughs) And so we built the products and I told them what I wanted and they helped me with the things like the percentages to make sure that it was going to pass. And Health Canada is significantly more stringent on their standards than the FDA. So Mm -hmm. that was a big thing for me is getting a lab in Canada or Europe that could help me because if it can pass Health Canada, it can definitely Mm -hmm. pass the FDA. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. How did the lab process even work? Because I think so often people are like, okay, cool, I want products. And then they might have an idea or they might be able to make it in their home. But then the idea of having someone else manufacture it is A, totally overwhelming. And B, when you Google stuff like that, it is not obvious Mm -hmm. at all where to be going for those sorts of things. So how did you even find labs to work with in the beginning? And then how did you conclude that some weren't a fit for you? I concluded which ones weren't a fit for me by figuring out who was in what part of the world and things like, did they test on animals? Do they use ingredients that we already know are carcinogenic? Mm -hmm. Um, In Health Canada, they can't. So, or with Health Canada, they Mm -hmm. can't. So that was a pretty easy thing to narrow down. Finding one that had a chemist that would work with me as opposed to telling me that I was wrong or that their formulas were better. So I had to use theirs. I really wanted to be hands-on in the process. So luckily, I guess how I found them was I just searched skincare manufacturers. And a lot of them do both things. They'll do private labeling, which is where you can slap your label on something, or you can manufacture your own. And some of those ones that you can manufacture your own, they have base formulas. So things like if you want a gel cleanser, Mm -hmm. that speeds up the process of getting through Health Canada and the FDA because most of the ingredients have already been vetted. Sure. Um, So that was key to getting it out there quickly. I was so shocked when I found out that people could go around and buy things and then just change the label. I <laughs> I found this out in the strangest way possible. And I'll tell you a quick story. So my husband is a like not your typical man. And he's <laughs> he's obsessed with all things plants and organicness and all this stuff. He's a landscape architect, but he has this strong interest and what these natural ingredients can do for us. And so lately his obsession has been soap. And so he was all about soap, all about it all the time. And to the point where he was like, maybe I'll start a soap company. And it's no big deal. I, so for his <laughs> birthday, I started researching these things and I discovered this place where you literally could bulk buy bars of soap and they would just print your label. On it. And I was like, a baffled and then B like heartbroken. Cause so I was like, how many companies are out there that are literally just a copycat of another company and someone's making 10 times more because they're better at marketing. <laughs> like you become a marketing company mm-hmm. instead of an actual company with your own products to love mm-hmm. and care on. And I so appreciate that you went through the process of really making sure these things were your own and that they were going to work for your clients. Like that's, a, a ton of work and B, just not common. Like people are all about making the buck, not necessarily mm-hmm. about serving their people. And I think you put the people first. Yeah. So talk to us about how that scaled. Was it something you just started online? Were you just selling it in the salon? Is it being spread out more? Like, how's it going? 
Right now, it's in my spa and also online. And the next step is going to be selling to individual estheticians Mm -hmm. and potentially to bigger salons and spas. But working one-on-one with the smaller individual estheticians is really important to me because I found when I was looking for skincare lines, sometimes it was difficult to get a company to work with me because I was small. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's important to be able to give that back to people and give them the opportunity to have these high quality products that they may not have access to otherwise. Yeah. But that's the next step right now is just online and and within my space. And I do online consultations with people. So I do Skype calls to really learn about their skin. And I can kind of see sometimes if they're not wearing makeup, I can see some things that are going on with their skin and talk Mm -hmm. about their their issues and then Skype consultation. Let's do it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm addicted. That's super cool. So talk to me about now it come January. Mm -hmm. What are the foundations you're kind of laying now to best prepare, not only for the physical move, because you're moving out of a smaller space into a bigger space, but are you growing your team? Who else are you bringing on board to help you sell and market and get clients? And what does that kind of transition look like for you? Well, I just discovered Smarter Q and Meet Edgar. Yeah, girl. So I'm a little bit obsessed with those right now. That's social media is kind of the bane of my existence. I go through phases where I'm like, I need to do this. No, I don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so that has really helped me. I will continue to be solo, but I will have a renter who yes. is going to come in and rent part of the space because it is six times larger than what I'm <gasps> in right now. <laughs> Yeah. So I have somebody coming in that she offers the opposite services that I do. So she does lash extensions. I don't. I have no desire to. (laughs) I really like doing waxing and skincare. Those are my passions. So she's going to come in and take that part of the business. That's awesome. Yeah. Talk to us about some other systems that you love. So SmarterQ and me, Edgar, for social media. I hear you might be a Trello addict now. Oh, yes, I am. I loved your guys's, what was it, like three or four days that you had the... The oh my gosh. The challenge. Yeah. Yes. The challenge. Goodness. Again, I don't have words today. <laughs> um, I loved that. And then in the middle of it, I switched over to Trello. I was using Asana, which was fine, but it was a little complicated. In all honesty, Trello was so easy. I jumped right into that and then bought Trello for Business and have just loved it. I'm loving everything, the modules about Christmas and how to manage (laughs) shipping. And I'm like, yes, this is right up my alley right now. So hopefully in the next year, I will be hiring a receptionist. That would just be really great to have a receptionist slash person to help with some of the admin duties and answering emails and stuff. Well, can you share with us some of your favorite hacks for using Trello for your type of business? Because I think that's a pretty unique way. Yeah, I have a yearly board set up. I'm going to use the wrong term. So feel free to... So yeah, (laughs) feel free to correct me. So I have a yearly board set up and I have a card for each month and I have what I've done for marketing in the past Mm -hmm. and ideas going forward. And every month I look at that as I'm getting ready to write my newsletter and I kind of base everything on that yearly calendar of the marketing. So that has been really helpful. Shipping and orders, things like that is it's been really helpful to have the card set up where I have like, okay, here's an order move it into packaged, move it into shipped. That has been really great too. 
it is also really nice for brainstorming because I have this constant list of, I should make a video about this. I should write a post about this. And being able to have a list and make it searchable has just been a godsend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, what is so nice about everything you're saying is running a business is literally, I mean, the actual details are different, but the strategies are the Mm -hmm, same, mm -hmm, no matter mm -hmm. what type of business you're in, Mm -hmm. brick and mortar, online, digital courses, I don't care what it is. You have the same tools in front of you to market your business, to stay organized, to push social media out there. Like they're all the same. Mm -hmm. And I, I think so often people like, no, they think they're special. <laughs> and everyone, you're so special. And you are, but, you know, you are just proving to me, even more so, yes. that with consistent work and with putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and just doing the job, like, yeah. I think so often, especially people like you that are, like, with clients all the time, it would be so easy to ignore marketing online or social media entirely and just wait for the phone to ring or people to walk in your space. And I think it's so great that you put that attention to detail. What made you stay focused on those outside things and not a hundred percent on just your clients? I had to grow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, truly I, every day it was like, okay, what can I do to bring in new clients? Because this is not sustainable unless there's new people coming in the door. Even though I I do have a high return rate, I had to start with less than 10 clients. I had to get somewhere. I couldn't see all of them every day. <laughs> Unfortunately, I love that. But um, I just had to get new people in the door. So it was really important to get out there and get people knowing who I was. I've always had really grand visions for my business. And I knew that I needed to start building that social media following and building relationships with people not just in person, so that when I was ready to scale and get bigger and have that product launch and potentially go even farther with that, that I had the background built up to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Talk to me a little bit about how... Well, so we use Trello. I love that you use Trello as basically your receptionist. You're able to put off having to hire and a really large expense because of a system that you've been able to implement. So what are some other ways that you can share with our audience of some things that you've been able to either put off investing in, saving up for longer, or just not having to worry about in your business at all because of a different or unique way that you've been able to set up a system? Using online booking has been incredible for me. If I didn't have online booking, I would spend every free minute of my day probably answering phone calls and texts. Um, It allows me to have a a little bit of a boundary with with clients to be able to say, okay, this is online booking. I teach people how to use it if they're uncomfortable. Other than that... I, like I said, Smarter Q and Meet Edgar, they're kind of the same thing. They're amazing. Yeah. That has been really helpful. So I don't have a social media manager. I have used Fiverr Mm -hmm. to have somebody make some graphics for me when I was in a pinch time-wise. Yeah. And Canva has been amazing. So I don't have a graphic designer. One of these days, that would be amazing. But (laughs) it's really nice to have that as something that I can use, a tool. and. That's what, $12, $13 a month for the the business plan. So you have your templates that are in your colors and your branding. And it's a 
great investment for somebody who maybe can't afford a, a VA or anything right away. Yeah, super smart. Cut those costs, babes. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk strategy to me? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the the scaling aspect of growing this client-based business. Mm-hmm. Regardless if you're in person or you run services elsewhere, I want to focus on three to five steps someone could take to get more clients more quickly. Okay. Well, I would say the number one thing that I didn't know how to do when I started was I didn't know how to figure out who my ideal client was. Mm. So as soon as I figured that out, it was like everybody who walked in my door was perfect for my business. So learn who they are before you open your door. Or if you don't know and you're already open, make that your first focus. It's really important to know who that is because then you know why you're talking to them, what you're talking to them about, and how to talk to them. Mm Next, I would say plan your social media in advance. It's really helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can spend more time learning about other ways to scale your business. Having that in place, just it it does it for you. Once you've put those couple hours into planning for the month or two months at a time, it's done. You don't have to think about it. And that's working for you behind, behind the scenes. Absolutely. Make a master list of your marketing ideas. Mm. You may not use them right away, but it's something that you can go back to. I still reference that binder that I started back when I worked in the the large salon. And I look at those ideas that I had and go, oh, that would be really great right now. Yeah. So I'm working on Christmas gifts for clients right now. And I'm like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, it's so interesting getting to hear your story and see all of the amazing things that you've been able to uncover in such a short amount of time. I am incredibly proud of you and incredibly proud of your journey. Why don't you tell people where they can find out um, more about you, your shop, your salon, and hang out with you online? All right. I'm on Instagram at Amber Bud, A-M-B-E-R-B-U-D-D, and online at AmberBud.com or AmberBudSkincare.com. And if you want to do a consult, you can do that via the Amber Bud Skincare website. I love it. Guys, go get your skin checked out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. 
Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.